What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Brianne Leeming, who's the founder of Unruly Studios. Welcome to the show. How's it going? It's going well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on and sharing more about what you're working on. For people that haven't heard of Unruly Studios, can you kind of share what it is and what you're working on? Sure. So we are an education technology company that combines STEM learning with active recess style play for students in elementary and middle school. Um, As of launching, we're in a couple hundred schools now and impacting thousands of kids all across the U.S. and Canada. And the first product, the first experience that we've put out for schools is called Unruly Splats, which are programmable floor buttons that light up, make sound, and sense when they are stomped on by kids. So I think we are the only technology that kids can actually jump on. Um, And through a Bluetooth connection, kids create their own rules for active games that they play on the splats. So they use a coding language that's kid-friendly from either an iPad or a Chromebook. And they create their own rules for games like they can range from whack-a-mole to obstacle courses, dance routines, that style of play. So we really engage kids, meet them where they're at with how they love playing. Um, and it's a it's a really, you know, the Unruly team has experts from both like cognitive science, education, but also the toy industry on our manufacturing side and entertainment. So from Nickelodeon and Disney, one of our team members, we're really combining all of those things to make STEM a really engaging and fun experience for kids and be more inclusive as well. Well, that's fascinating. I, I have to ask now, how did you come up with this idea? What's the origin story for Unruly Studios? Like what a what a original concept. I'd love to hear about the origin story. Sure. So it's been multiple threads for sure that came together to kind of have this initial invention of Unruly Splats and ultimately the company that it became. Um, and I think that a lot of it Some of it is from my own experience. I grew up in an entrepreneurial family. Um, We, my parents own a restaurant group and have run this restaurant in New Hampshire for over 30 years. And so grew up working in that business and just really falling in love with business in general. Um, I then studied cognitive science and took some computer science courses in college that really showed me that one of the games I had played when I was in third grade had actually been teaching me how to code and those initial concepts and that it really impacted me later on in college, but even later in my career in technology. And the last thread was really that my husband is a, has been an educator for 11 years. Um, he's now an administrator this year as well. And just kind of watching from his vantage point, the um, adoption of education technology within schools and seeing kind of how to do that right and maybe how to do that wrong and really learning from 
from the ways that some companies were doing it right and really engaging teachers, empowering teachers in um, bringing new technologies in that could truly impact students. And that was really inspiring for me to see. And um, that kind of started our work with schools, which is ultimately who we partner with now. So walk me through a little bit of like the experience. If I was, if I was a, you know, in a school, if I was a kid in a student or a student in a school and I was to like come across your technology, um, you know, the product that you built, can you like walk me through the user experience of like how I would understand it, how I would use it? Do I just see it on the ground and just like stomp on it? Is it like a, a whole program? Can you kind of share a little bit more about how it works for schools? Definitely. How it works for schools too. We've really innovated on um, how we partner with schools in the last year and a half. So we um, partner directly with schools. We do a lot of training to start for teachers. So the onboarding training, we have a full kind of, you know, training program that we go through with teachers because often in some cases, teachers have already taught coding before. They're really, you know, already great at it. But in some cases, it's their first time bringing computer science to the school. And so we're able to kind of meet them and, and work with them on how to do this, how to do this with kids, how to facilitate the interaction. Um, so we put out lots of different lesson plans for very different classes. Like we even have, you know, coding lessons that could go into music class, or we have a lot that can go into PE. Um, so we work with a lot of PE teachers on bringing STEM into the gym. And so often how it starts is we go into a classroom, there's a 12 slots for a classroom pack typically. Um, they can all connect through Bluetooth to the device and a teacher might start by first just having the kids play and understand how the, the technology can be jumped on. We'd like to encourage them to really stomp on them. They're super durable. And often the first step, kids are kind of like dipping their toe in like, really, I can jump on this. And then we, we like encourage them to really like jump and do like foot fire drills, things like that, like you'd see on a football field. Um, and then once they've played, there are some preloaded games. That, so you can see the code, but then you can play them. So they start to play, let's say a whack-a-mole game. And then they start to realize you can change the rules. So you could change the timing, the scoreboard. You could change, you know, the sound it makes when you hit the whack-a-mole or the sound it makes when you miss it, like the buzz sound or whatever you want it to be. Um, and so then they start to really like iterate that current game. And then the next iteration is there's a bunch of lesson plans, but ultimately kids could take a blank screen and create their own rules for a new game. So they've invented all kinds of really amazing games. Kids are much better at inventing games than uh, than me and my team are actually. <laughs> they're, they're much more creative like that. Um, so we like to open that up to them and, and to their teachers as well. And for you, what does an average day in the life look like for you? Like, are you spending a lot of time in schools? Are you spending on like sales? Are you shipping code? What's a day in the life of the founder of this company? Yeah, I mean, we, there's never really a traditional, like a, the same day, you know, it's always the, the routine changes all the time, but I'm often changing. I think there's just multiple stakeholders. So I'm, I'm, you know, both uh, talking to customers through Zoom right now, if they're on virtual school, things like that. Um, but I'm also talking to investors, potential investors, current investors, our board. So kind of like going through lots of different phases, our own employees, building our team culture, um, so lots of different um, stakeholders in what makes them really, really successful. Um, so I'd say I switch off a lot between that as the CEO. And um, we do build our own software. We build our own product. So there's a lot of product engagement. But we also, we talk to customers all the time. And it's just been a core value since the very beginning at Unruly that we do a lot. We have a lot of feedback loops from customers and from the market. So for instance, like when 
um, earlier this summer when we needed to really understand um, how schools were reopening. We did a survey with over 200 educators. We were able to get on the phone with a bunch of principals as well and just really understand what they were going through. And that ultimately comes back into our product development and the resources that we build. So often doing lots of different interviews, surveys, things like that to kind of get a pulse on where things are at. And of course, my husband being at home, I'm always asking him how things are going at school and as um, through anything like this year, there've been a lot of quick changes that we've been able to adapt to super quickly and be resilient because we're so tapped into the market. And I think that's so important for any entrepreneur. And if you were to kind of look out into the future, um, you know, five, 10 years out, um, you know, where COVID hopefully looks like a blip on, on, on everyone's radar, what does that look like for Unruly? Or I guess, in other words, what's the big vision uh, for your company and what direction are you rowing in every day? Absolutely. So ultimately, we are in this for the kids. And that's something that has never changed and is always going to be on our on our future vision. And our vision really is to break down barriers in education and make learning more playful, collaborative, and inclusive for kids. And so really getting that fun element in, but making it so that they are enjoying what they're doing so much, they don't even realize that they're inventing something new or learning something there. Um, ultimately, you know, Splats is just the first product. Um, I see this as an entire electronic playground that's to come with software, hardware, like different things that we'll be adding on to really add value for our school partners. And I think that our customer focus is something that I think about a lot. I think we kind of take um, we kind of take a lot of direction from companies like one of our investors is Amazon, but companies like Amazon or Peloton about building that long-term value and community and um, really having a customer first model. And so we're looking at doing that in the education space and by kind of building in these customer feedback loops, really listening, going above and beyond and building this longer term sustainable model, that's gonna let us be sustainable as a business, but also with our impact that we can have on students, first in the US and Canada, but eventually globally. And to make that happen, you obviously need some help. Like it takes a village to make a startup work. So my question for you is, how can the Forward Thinking Founders community assist? Are you hiring? Are you looking for investors, looking for customers, schools to partner with? How can we assist? Absolutely. Um, so we are we are hiring actually right now. We're hiring for an account executive and soon we'll be hiring another um, product development uh, software developer as well. So we have those on the radar, definitely. Um, and then I think just generally it's been, you know, I've benefited so much from the entrepreneurial community. So I love what you're doing with this podcast because I think early on, and even now I'm, I'm constantly talking to other founders, advisors, um, mentors, you know, I've really tried to build that and, and learning from people who have, you know, had success, had failure, like really that's been what's, what's made us successful so far. And so I'm constantly wanting to give back as well. Um, so definitely my ask would be make sure the entrepreneurs out there that when you're asked for help that you're giving as well and, and, and um, you know, helping other founders get through this, these early days, because that's definitely what got me through is, is having that community there. And, um, and so, but yeah, we are, we are hiring. And so you can connect with me on LinkedIn if you have either you're someone who's looking for a role at a, at a really um, innovative education technology startup, or if you know someone who is, um, find me on LinkedIn. And then if someone else, you know, wanted to connect uh, and learn more about what you're doing, you know, do you have a URL that they can check out? Do you, do you, have, are you on social media? Like you just said, do you have an email? How can someone get in touch? 
Definitely. Yeah, we have. So our website is unrulysplats.com and we have a Twitter account, unruly underscore studios. And uh, definitely find us there. We have amazing, we, we tend to tweet, you know, the things that our schools are doing. So the games that they're building, the way that they're using splats in these innovative ways in the classroom and collaborating across the school. So those are, you'll all find on our Twitter. And we're about to launch our big fall fitness challenge for November. So there's about to be a lot of cool tweets on there of what kids and, and uh, students, teachers are doing all across the country in November to stay active and learn coding while whether they're at home or at school so you'll see a lot of those soon that's awesome well if you're listening make sure to check it out so you can see all the tweets and see all the activity well thank you so much for coming on to the podcast i really appreciate it as someone who worked in k-12 through education earlier you know i think this is like super fascinating i wish you the best of luck you know making it happen thank you so much matt All right. Thank you so much for listening to the episode of Forward Thinking Founders. If you're sitting there and you're just saying, Matt, I want more. How can I get more? Well, luckily, you can get it at Forward Thinking City. Forward Thinking City is a community for the Forward Thinking Network, right? And we have multiple different aspects of the city. One, we have AMAs. Some of the previous guests that have been on the podcast, like Jonathan Barkle, Kristen Anderson, Austin Allred, come back and they do AMAs with the residents. You can ask them any question that you want, right? You can ask them about fundraising raising the early days how they got their customers we do these every single week with another you know really great founder that has been on the podcast additionally um, we have our pitch battles right so if you want feedback on your pitch and the opportunity to potentially pitch in front of VCS and talk one-on-one with venture capitalists this is where to do it these are monthly pitch battles so if you don't get in the first time try again right the goal is to improve and get feedback to eventually one raise uh get, get into the room with the vcs two raise capital three so you can get back to your company and building a great startup building a great business the last thing i'll mention is that if you are kind of interested in just community we have our coffee hours and happy hours where you can meet other residents learn about what they're working on talk about social things anything you want this is a city for founders it is for investors it is for startup enthusiasts it's for anyone that loves startups so if you're interested in what i'm saying Go to forwardthinking.city and join the city for $15 a month. Um, you know, the way, the reason I charge is because I want to be able to do this full time and bring as much value as I possibly can. And I think it's well worth the value. You can ask any of the current residents and they will attest to that. So go to forwardthinking.city, join the city, and you'll see immediately the, the next AMA, the next pitch battle, the next event. And I hope to see you there. Forwardthinking.city. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.